Welcome to the Wayside Podcast. I'm Robert Killingsworth. The audio for this episode comes from a sermon that was given during one of our Sunday services. We hope you are encouraged and inspired by today's word. So just to get the ball rolling a little bit, and to get the gears moving a little bit, I have a question for you to think about. When you were young, what did you want to be when you grew up? When you were young, what did you want to be when you grew up? Now, I'm going to do a little self-disclosure here. When I was young, I wanted to be a number of different things. The first thing I wanted to be was a soldier. So I would, make, I would take my Lego and make this little toy gun out of it. I'd put on a backpack, shove some loveys into it, put on a hat, and I'd run around the house pretending I was, I, was, I was executing these covert military operations. I'd hide under the bed, hide in the closets. And then later on, uh, I wanted to be an aeronautical engineer. So I would make airplanes and fighter jets and space jets out of things I found lying around in the house, and uh, they always looked better than they flew. And they didn't look very good at all, so they flew even worse. And then at one point in my life, I really wanted to be a lawyer. And that was because I foolishly took a criticism that my mom made about me as some kind of compliment, and this is what she said. She said, you argue way too much, and you like to get your own way. And I, in my youthful exuberance, received that as a compliment instead of a criticism. And now, obviously, I'm none of those things. I am a priest in the church. But the question still remains. What about you? When you were young, when you were growing up, what did you want to be? What did you want to become? Whatever it is, I think we can safely say that when we were young, None of us wanted to be least in the kingdom of heaven. I think we can safely say that none of us wanted to be least in the kingdom of heaven. But we should. Our gospel passage today from Matthew's gospel encourages us, exhorts us, challenges us to consider What do you want to be when you grow up in the faith? When you become spiritually mature in the faith. And if we are paying attention, the gospel passage doesn't actually leave a lot of wiggle room in our imaginations. It doesn't create a lot of space for us to come up with our own answers. No, rather, the gospel passage, it gives us the answer in the last sentence. Yet, it says, Matthew says, yet, even the least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than John the Baptist. Even the least in the kingdom of heaven is greater 
than John the Baptist. In other words, don't you want to be greater than John the Baptist? Don't you want to be greater than John the Baptist? Well, if you aspire to be least in the kingdom of heaven, you will be greater than John the Baptist. Call it a holy ambition. A holy ambition. An ambition not of the world. An ambition not of commerce, of success, of influence, of power, of Instagram notoriety, but rather an ambition of holiness, an ambition of holiness. So let me tell you the story of John the Baptist rotting away in a prison cell. Now, if you'll remember, John the Baptist and Jesus, uh, John the Baptist was Jesus' slightly older cousin. They were off by about six months. They shared a kinship. Their mothers were cousins, but they both had fairly different upbringings. And so you can see the slide here with Mary, the mother of Jesus, holding Jesus, and then John the Baptist. Look at what he's wearing. He already has a camel's hair outfit on for someone who's less than 18 months old. So they had very different upbringings. John the Baptist's father was a priest. And remember that back then, priests were some of the leading elites of society. They were some of the leading intellectuals, the power brokers in ancient Jewish society. John would have been reared from a very young age to follow in his daddy's footsteps. He would have been reared to become a member of this ruling elite of society. He would have had access to the best rabbis. He would have spent a lot of time in the best synagogues. And he probably had the attention of the young women in town. It would be like the equivalent today of if there was a, a noted congressman or senator who was raising up their son or daughter to follow in his footsteps and had access to all the political and academic connections in town to make it happen. So that was John the Baptist. Yet for some reason in today's gospel, we see him rotting in prison. So what went wrong, so to speak, with John? What went wrong with John? You see, if we read between the lines of John's life in the gospels, we're able to put together a bit of a picture, a bit of a sketch, if you will. And what that sketch says is that John was so convinced, he was so very convinced that his cousin, Jesus the Messiah, was going to establish a new kingdom any day, any hour, any minute now, that he drastically reoriented his entire life. So remember that, that congressman's son and daughter I was telling you about? Imagine if that congressman's son or daughter decided to drop out of Harvard Law 
live in a homeless shelter, and work at a soup kitchen for the rest of their lives because they were convinced that the end of the world as they knew it is going to come around any minute, any day now. The end of the world is going to be here. And so with that in mind, John the Baptist, it seems like he decided that when he grew up, well, I don't really want to follow in daddy's footsteps. I want to prepare the way for my cousin, the Messiah, Jesus, because he is going to establish his kingdom any day, any hour, any minute now. You see, he had a holy ambition. He had a holy ambition. But what happens with his holy ambition? You see, his holy ambition lands him rotting in a Roman prison, where we find him today, begging his cousin, the same cousin whom he was preparing the way for, begging that same cousin, cousin, you got to come and save me. There must be some kind of friends and family discount. You got to do something about me rotting away in this prison. And we know how that story ends, don't we? A few days later, John is executed and he is beheaded. And so this is a wonderful painting by Caravaggio where you can see the brutality of John's death and the end of his weight. You see, from a, whole, from a human perspective, we could say that John's holy ambition did not get him very far in this life. It did not get him very far at all. But from a divine perspective, from Jesus' perspective, we know that his holy ambition earned him these words straight out of Jesus' mouth. Of all who ever lived, of anyone who ever lived, none is greater than John the Baptist. Wouldn't you like Jesus to say that about you? Wouldn't you like Jesus to say that about you? But I want to take this one step further. Notice that Jesus says that of all who ever lived, none is greater than John the Baptist. And then in the same breath, Jesus says this. He says, yet, even the least person in the kingdom of heaven I love this part. Even the least person in the kingdom of heaven is greater than John the Baptist. Of everyone who ever lived, no one's ever going to be greater than John the Baptist, but even the least person in the kingdom of heaven is somehow going to be greater than John the Baptist. In other words, Jesus is telling us that you and I, we can be greater than John the Baptist. Think about that for just a minute. You and I can be greater than John. But how do we do that? It's by waiting. It's by waiting for Jesus to come and save us. It's by waiting like John the Baptist rotting in prison. It's by waiting no matter what comes our way. 
It's by waiting in the power of the Holy Spirit. You and I can become greater than John the Baptist by learning how to wait. You know, there's only two kinds of people that don't like to wait in our day and age. Children and the entitled. And I think we're forced to have to ask ourselves, which one are we when we don't like to wait? Are we children or are we entitled? So this morning, I want to share with us three ways to wait. Three ways to wait. Wait in patience. Wait on people. Wait for the prize. There's an alliteration there. I like alliteration. Maybe you like it too. I don't know. But three Ps. I hope it's easy to remember. Wait in patience. Wait on people. Wait for the prize. So let's begin with wait in patience. You know, in, in James chapter 5 or 7, James tells us, Dear brothers and sisters, be patient as you wait for the Lord's return. Dear brothers and sisters, be patient as you wait for the Lord's return. You know it's okay if that light at the intersection takes a little bit longer than you wanted it to? Do you know that's okay? Do you know it's okay if your Christmas cards that you mailed out before Thanksgiving is delayed by USPS? It's okay. Do you know that it's okay if your flight gets canceled and your travel plans are delayed? It's okay. It's okay to be patient. It's good to be patient. All these little moments that we have that force us to wait build our patience muscles. And they teach us to wait upon the Lord. So embrace those moments. Embrace them. Learn to wait in patience as you wait for the Lord's return. But the second one is wait on people. Wait on people. Be patient with all kinds of people. People of all colors, all stripes, all sizes. Be patient with everyone. In Ephesians chapter 4, verse 2, Paul says, Always be humble. Always be gentle. Be patient with each other, making allowance for each other's faults because of your love. Be patient with your son or your daughter if they've lost their way. Be patient with them. Be patient with your spouse even though you feel like they're wrong and you're right. It might be the case that you're wrong and they're right. Be patient with your relative who has views and beliefs that you know are absolutely wrong. But there they are at the Christmas table talking about it. Be patient with them. Be patient with yourself. Maybe you have that, that habit that addiction you're trying so hard to kick and it's just not happening. Maybe you bombed your physical therapy session. Maybe you have something that you need freedom from. Be patient with yourself. And finally, wait for the prize. 
In 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 8, Paul says, And now the prize awaits me, the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give me on the day of his return. And this prize is not just for me, but it's for all who eagerly look forward to his appearing. Are you eagerly waiting for the Lord to return? Are you excited? Are you thrilled for what's going to happen when he comes back? Are you waiting in patience for that prize that you know is coming your way when Jesus comes back? You know, it takes a lot of faith to wait for a prize. It takes a lot of faith to wait around dealing with troubles, with sufferings, with persecutions, with whatever is going on in your life, and to wait for that prize. But I encourage you this Advent, I encourage you to take that step of faith, to start exercising those patience muscles, those waiting muscles, those muscles that help you grow into the stature of Christ. I encourage you to develop that life skill of waiting, of learning to wait. Wait in patience. Wait on people. And wait for the prize. Let me close this off in a word of prayer. Gracious and heavenly Lord, we pray and ask that through the power of your spirit, you would give us strength to wait. Lord, we know that our entire culture tells us that waiting is in vain. But your word tells us the exact opposite. That to wait is a virtue. Teach us, O oh Lord, to wait for your son to come back and to restore us and this whole world. We ask all this through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Thanks for listening. The Wayside Podcast is a ministry of St. Martin's Episcopal Church in Houston, Texas. It was created by Ryan Presley and the Reverend Wesley Arning. It is executive produced by Robert Killingsworth. The theme music was written and recorded by Robert Killingsworth. If you're interested in life at St. Martin's, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at St. Martin's Episcopal Church.